When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Miss Vanessa Vieja. Hey, hello. How are you? What is going on? What are you up to today? Uh, well, I had a I had an interview in the morning uh, with a knot for my wedding. Um, then I also had a live uh for you know for the reunion speak about the show it was with mayan and cherry peaks it was incredible really fun and then uh yeah i i <laughs> i've been just uh replying emails to clients uh and yeah now with you is it a busy day at the o group today it is well i'm i'm working from home today um so it is it is a busy day but at home well, listen, I mean, what is going on before we get into the show and everything else and you like what's going on in the real estate market? You know, we saw in season five, it really was just like a seller's market and things were going for over ask. And I mean, like, what's what's up with the L.A. real estate market? I'm like in New York. I'm obsessed with real estate. So what's going on with the market there? I mean, it's, it's as hot as ever. <laughs> it's really tight, the market right now. So uh, I'm working with a lot of buyers, but there's not a lot in the market. So right now, what's, uh, you know, it's really difficult but because everyone is paying over asking and there's incredible offers, like there's multiple offers. Um, but, you know, there's there's some people that are starting to, to think about selling and I might have some listings coming soon. So fingers crossed it's going to happen. But in the meantime, I'm working very happy with buyers as well. And there's a lot of real estate agents I don't like to work with with buyers, but I like to work with either buyers or sellers. So I'm just... Uh, yeah, hustling and keep, you know my 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 positive mind uh, that everything's gonna uh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> well, listen. Before you got into real estate, you know we saw this on the show in season four when you joined. You were in you know soap operas. Like, 
tell me how that came about, like growing up in Mexico City. Like, when did you want to be an actress growing up? Like, how did that all start? Well, I think I actually didn't even have the time to think about it because I started when I was four years old. So I I, start, I was, uh, you know, was in, in school. My One of my classmates had a birthday party. She invited me and my sister. My mom took us to the birthday party and her father happened to be the producer of one of the most successful kids TV show in Mexico. And when he saw my sister and I, he was like, oh my God, can I have your kids in the in the show? So my mom, my mom was like, do you want to be in the show? Do you want to, you know? I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to be in the show. And both of us were in the show, my sister and I. And um, and then he fell in love with my with my character. I was playing the girlfriend of a mini Dracula and none of the other characters, but one of my main characters was that one. And he was like, oh my God, I love Vanessa. I want her to stay in the show, like for real, like not just like once in a while. Uh, can we, you know, she's going to be now the wife of mini Dracula. So she's going to be a regular character and when my mom told me that I will be the wife I was like I started crying I was like I don't want to be the wife of Dracula <laughs> so I didn't want to go back to filming but of course you know acting was already in my system and it was I think yeah it was definitely my destiny and my path so around my I kept I kept doing like some things for Televisa which is a tv uh Mexican network uh like you know father's day uh promotionals and things like that and then around 11 not, like nine years old i did my first gig on, on tv and soap operas and around 11 years old i landed in an audition for one of the most successful soap operas in, uh, in mexico was called muchachitas and i i auditioned for that for being the best friend of one of the sisters of one of the main characters and my first scene was a drunk teenager so can you imagine my first scene and it was already very challenging but I did a good job and then thanks to that the same producer called me back for an audition audition for us for a main character in a soap opera I was playing the granddaughter of a very iconic super successful actress in Mexico and I you know I, I stayed with the part and then from there like I was just acting one after the other one after the other and then I moved to Miami uh 16 or 17 years ago uh, to work with the Latin TV network over there. And I was, you know, with them for, a, for many years. And I, was, I went to Colombia, then I went back to Miami. And then I was like, okay, I need to do some, you know, different things in, in my career. I was very, um, I was like the villain, all, the villain all the time. And I was like, I want to explore something else. Like, I, even though I had some like good girls in my, in my, characters in, in soap operas I had mostly villains because once you do a good villain then it's very difficult to to step out of that so I was like also LA has so many opportunities I don't want to do the crossover so I moved here but I was under contract with them and I was back and forth and then people will tell me you you don't look Latina you don't look Mexican uh and then it was like getting not very easy to be honest uh but I was like I mean I still believe in my dreams and I'm going to keep hustling and let's see what happens and then, you know, like life changed for me. And then, you know, real estate came uh, to my life because of a sad situation and, um, you know, very unexpected thing in my life. And it just brought me one of the most beautiful and incredible opportunities of my life because not only I did the crossover, but of course, for the first time I meet, I being able to present myself to the world as a, who I am as a person and not as a character. And, you know, with my story and with the way I see life, uh, if I can help some people, if I can help uh, others with my story and opening my heart to them and how do I 
see life and how do I think, uh, how do I take bad things into positives and how do I become, um, you know, like if things get rough, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you should give up. It should means that you should just keep, you know, going after your dreams. Absolutely. Has like all that soap opera acting, like, did that help you not even for the show, but just for like real estate in general? Like there's a lot of drama and closing deals and things go wrong <laughs> that should not go wrong at the last minute. Well, I know, I don't think that, you know, uh, soap operas will really prepare you for real drama in life uh, at all, because also it was a completely different drama. I mean, obviously one scripted, the other ones are unscripted. So uh, thank God, I mean, I don't have many like dramatic stories in my real estate life so far. Uh, of course, I've had my, you know, my situations where I fell out of escrow and, you know, like there was incredible situations happening and because the seller didn't listen to me you know we fell out of escrow so it was a little you know uh frustrating but nothing that was impossible to to achieve after so I just kept going and you know it still happened so it was uh it was very refreshing and and incredible to feel like oh I made it happen Did you- and then uh go huh? on sorry no, yeah, and then you know, uh, yeah, and then with the show, uh, it's just been, uh, yeah, it's just been different. It's just incredible because I also feel that um, it it has brought me many gifts in the sense that I have met, you know, like Mayan or Davina or all the girls, like Heather, like you know, all the girls um, that are also inspiring to me, like become like successful, you know, like Rochelle, Emma. Uh, so it has a little bit of everything in, in, in the same office. So it's incredible. Did you bond with Chriselle right away just because she has a background in soaps and you have a background in soaps? Yeah. And it's funny because when I knew that I would come to the show and I, of course, knew who she was, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be incredible with her because she knows the background and how difficult it is to be also an actress. So now jumping into another difficult and competitive, uh, you know, career. Uh, but with someone that knows how how it is in in, in acting, it's gonna I'm sure it's gonna be great, and that's how it's been. I mean, when I had my little moment of drama on real estate, like you know, her and all the other girls, but of course she, she was like, no, you just have to keep going. Don't don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're doing anything. And they were very uh, supportive, so it was really nice. Were you aware of like American soaps like Susan Lucci and Eileen Davidson and all these? Like, were you aware of like the landscape in the U.S. of soaps? Uh, not really. I mean, I, of course, I know, you know, American soap operas, but um, I think that, well, maybe because I lived in Mexico my, my most of my life, um, well, yeah, until 16, 17 years ago. And then when I, when I moved to the States, I was working from Monday through Saturday, 16 to 17, just at least 14 to 16 hours a day from Monday through Saturday. So I didn't have time to really watch other soaps. I mean, of course, like maybe Days of Our Lives and all those are like super you know, um, yeah, like maybe those I think I've, I've seen Mex- in Mexico sometimes, or I don't know that the other ones they, they air in Mexico. So probably that's why I didn't know them. But um, but yeah, I, I was I, I'm aware that it's a different style because it's also they can keep going for years and years and years. And in the Latin soap operas, we film for 100 episodes or 50 or 100 or 200. But we do finish. We don't stay more than a year of filming, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. What about season five? Like you, you started last season, season four, like how was season five of Selling Sunset different for you? 
Well, I mean, it was different in, in the sense that I almost missed half of the, of the filming because of COVID. So that was really, really hard for me. It's the first time in my life that I miss work because of health. Because even, even when I was really sick, I would go to set. Like it was, but of course, COVID is a completely different story. And when I got COVID as a, at the beginning of season five filming, I thought I would recover and it would be okay to go back, you know, maybe in two weeks. But it didn't happen because I got long COVID and that has a lot of, because I had some brain inflammation and that affects a lot of memory, which I'm still struggling with. Uh, brain fog, uh, I was stuttering, I was dizzy, headaches, like it was really hormonal imbalance. Like I went through all of it. So I actually tried to go to film and they had to send me back home because I was um, feeling dizzy and not feeling well while I was speaking and I was stuttering a lot. I know maybe because it was another language, probably. Uh, my brain was had with the inflammation and have to think harder, probably. So I don't know. It was it was a wild ride, and then you know, obviously, while filming season five, I lost a lot of you know good moments, like you know Heather's bridal, which was really unfortunate for me to miss because I love her and she's very like in tune of the love and everything. Like I was like she was very happy for me. She already knew all about my relationship and my love life. So, uh, yeah, I missed her birthday, you know, and it was a uh, yeah. It was a little uncomfortable for me to know that I didn't, I wasn't there for for my for my girls and for the producers and for for the show and for the people and for the audience, like everything. I was feeling like I was not, you know, it was not my best. I actually went into a little bit of depression, but that brought me into another incredible thing in my life, which I'll, I'll tell you uh, after this. <laughs> Because I feel like I'm speaking a lot. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we're going to get to some good, some of the good stuff this season too. No, I was going to say, I mean, you had COVID pretty bad. Like I've had COVID twice. I mean, I was lucky, you know, I was tired, but that's about it. So, I mean, it sounds like you had it pretty bad. Like yeah, and yeah, what yeah. timing, like during filming, like right when it started, like your second season. Terrible, terrible timing. But I think everything happens for a reason because... You know, if my if my path in life is to help others, and through uh, through my story of how how I have how I have faced COVID, long COVID, uh, I have helped others, which is incredible. You know, like for example, losing my hair was really challenging. I lost a lot of hair, especially in the front line, which is obviously the last thing that you want as a woman. Um, you know, obviously the, the hormonal imbalance and the, the depression that I got through uh, the hormonal imbalance. Um, so I was talking to my fiance, um, one day and I was like, I don't know what makes me happy. I just feel sad. I don't feel motivated. I don't know. So, uh, you know, we started talking and then obviously he was like, okay, what makes you happy? And we started talking about animals I and mean, animals make me smile and happy immediately. You mentioned an animal to me, like a squirrel or a sea lion or a bird or dogs, like immediately will put a smile on my face. But when he mentioned a thing that we did in a parking lot, we were, on a parking lot and there was an old uh an, an old man looking for his car he was really lost nobody was helping him so we went to help him we found his car and his face was like he, you couldn't believe it and it was it brought me the biggest smile and joy that i could have been you know imagine so he was like see that that helping people i'm like yeah of course i have always wanted to help people like that's what i'm going to do i'm going to share my story in my life of everything either loss or you know, struggle in real estate or struggling just one day, just because I think that Instagram also has put so much pressure into people's life or social media in general. 
where you show you like, oh, I've always, you're happy and you're, you're showing the best of your day. And in reality, you might be feeling super low. So what can you do to switch, to switch that, to flip it to a positive day? Uh, one of the things that my fiance was like, okay, let's go for a run. If you're feeling low, let's go for a run. And yeah, immediately, even though I would, I didn't like running, I like it now, but I didn't like it that time. It will always make me feel better. And just being out there in nature, you know, there, there's so many things. And if just one person will help, will get the help through my, through my story. That's, that, that's my, my, my mission is, you know, it's completed for me. I mean, of course, there's been like cases of people like there's one girl that couldn't go out of her house because she has like a lot of anxiety and now she's coming out of her house because of my life and you know I inspire her to go out um and then you know other people that have reached out to me saying like oh my god you have no idea how much you inspired me through the like the her loss I've been experiencing her loss with with COVID long COVID too and you know now instead of seeing it as depressive or whatever, I just see that I can help others or I will just put like the hairspray with color, which is what I do. So instead of focusing, oh my God, I'm losing hair. Of course, I'm not going to say that every, every day I was like super positive. I was days where I was crying, but you know, uh, it stopped. So, and it will be the same with everyone. So just to see that everything, everything in life has always a positive side and just to take the, the bats and make something positive with that. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. I never understood how people wear different shirts and pants and bags and shoes every day, but they wear the same pair of glasses. I personally always wear a different pair of glasses every day, and that cost me a fortune until I discovered Pair. I mean, the thing is, if you're wearing a blue outfit, don't you want to wear blue glasses that go with that outfit? If you're wearing a red outfit, don't you want to wear red? I do. And you can do that too with Pair. It's so easy, and it's affordable. Look, you pick your base frame, and then you pick a magnetic top frame, and you just put the top frame over the base frame so it looks like you have a new pair of glasses and all you did is buy a new top frame base frames start at just $60 and that includes prescription lenses I know that's crazy right and there are hundreds of top frames and designs to choose from you could do like a solid color you can do hearts you can do polka dots camouflage people are going to think you have a new pair of glasses every day you don't need to look anywhere else this really is a one-stop shop so listen, get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to PairEyewear.com slash velvet for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at PairEyewear.com slash velvet. It does. I think I'm kind of the same way. I mean, it doesn't make it easier on a day-to-day basis, but I do think everything in life just happens for a reason, for whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. Were you like texting with the girls like as they were filming and saying like, tell me what's going on. Give me some secrets from, you know, filming. It must, you know, just because you'd probably want to know what was going on, right? Well, I mean, not a lot, to be honest. I was actually even forgetting messages in general. Even, you know, sometimes my mom will call me and she was like, I've sent you, I don't know, five messages you haven't replied because my Mm. memory was completely wrong. So if I didn't answer in the moment, I wasn't even thinking about it. I think I was really stressed about, getting my my health back 
I was yeah, that was sure. my main. I I had no idea. I, I was not concerned of like if it were there was some drama in there in there like at all or something happening that I was missing. Pretty much my my focus was to heal my 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 health again to recover my my health. Well, it's true what they say when they say if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. It's like everything's drama until your health goes. And then you're like, I don't have time for any of this other stuff. It really is 100% true. Yes. Well, you did make it back to film some of season five. And, you know, some things went well. So we saw, you know, you had a new man in your life in season five, Nick. I watched the season, of course. I watched the reunion. So you guys truly met online. Like what? Someone slipped into someone's. DMs on Instagram? No, 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 no. No, we met on an app. Uh, there's an app that it's uh, for dating or friends or networking. We were both for friends and it was during the pandemic. So we were like, um, you know, I, I mean, I just saw his photo, like a cool guy that was traveling and not really his face, but the vibe that his photos gave me, I just clicked and it was like, oh, cool to have a friend in England. Amazing. And we started talking and this is the first message. Uh, I felt like it was really you know, in, really incredible and interesting to speak with him. Uh, so I was like, amazing. I have a friend in England. But then, you know, we started talking more regularly. And one day I went to Miami to do a, a show that it was like a Ninja Warrior show, but in a Latin version. And he was like, oh, my God, that's incredible. Show me everything. When you're when your Ninja costume, show me photos, blah, blah, blah. So I arrived to Miami. And when I was in my dressing room, I sent him a photo of me and my Ninja Warrior you know, dress. <laughs> and you're like, wow, you're amazing. You made my day. And he sends me, of course, by this time, we were a little flirtatious with each other because we were speaking probably for a month. And obviously I liked him so much his energy and the way that he was texting me and, you know, the way he was like, he was, he was really engaged and really like, like even the, the amount of messages or lines that I will put in a message, he was not like a short, like answer, you know, it was like, he yeah. was really, so I think I was really attracted to his personality already, like very. So when I saw his photo, I I was walking on a on a on to the studio from my dressing room with one of uh, with the girls that was with me and an actress. And when I saw, the, I opened the photo. I was like, "This is the guy that I've been speaking with." I'm like, what? He's so gorgeous. Like I didn't realize he was this in- <laughs> super handsome guy. Like I just thought, like, oh yeah, I mean, he's in cool. But not that I was, you know, so attracted physically too. But she said, and I said, oh, but he lives in England. Forget it. She was like, you, you don't close your options. You never know. I'm like, no, it's, he lives in England. Forget it. So then I came back uh, to LA and we FaceTimed. And then I was like completely like, oh my God, I think that he's the one. Like everything is, he's incredible. Like everything we were talking and everything was so easy and, and, fun and beautiful so I was like okay you know what I'm I'm gonna go to Mexico to Mexico to spend my birthday in January I was this I was around December so we were already like really you know like a little bit more than friends obviously through online only and I said do you want to come and celebrate my birthday and I said if he says yes then he's the one and he said yes so we met in Mexico he flew to Mexico uh, we were supposed to be there for 10 days we ended up staying two months and you know it was just incredible since day one I felt extremely comfortable like if I knew him from my whole life um, he was already like my best friend and also you know he was this gorgeous incredible guy and I always wanted someone to you know 
that will be like me, that will be open and really give the heart without like all oh, the fear or without anything. It, there was no agenda because we met through, through, you know, through an app online, friends, you know, two different countries. So it was really so like who he was and who I was like into, yeah. <laughs> How long did you talk to him before you saw that first picture? Like, was that? So we started talking in October 10 of 2020. And I think that photo was around a little bit before Thanksgiving. So maybe like on the 20th of November. So there was like a five week already vacation. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his photos, when I matched him, it was like traveling photos, like maybe he was on a camel and then one with just his eyes. And, you know, it was, it was just like an interesting traveling photo, photos, what I said, what I saw, not his face, gorgeous face. Wow. No, I mean, normally, you know, people ask for a picture, like, can you send more pictures? Like, this has been great for like the past 24 hours, send me more. But so I that's think that's just because it was a friend, I didn't really care. You know, it was yeah. not... I zero interested in how he looked because I only matched with him for a friend like I was there for friends and he was there for friends only so I didn't I wasn't really bothered wow yeah do you right and he was in the UK I mean do you know this whole thing that then existed online that you know you were posing posting these pictures you know that you were engaged to you know a Tom fraud and people thought that you had broken up with Nick do you know all, do you know this? Do you know this whole thing where like people were very confused about your social media because you said you were engaged to a Tom fraud and people are like, right, wait, right, but right. she's like, because you didn't get engaged on the show. So they're like, so she must have broken up with Nick, met someone else named Tom Fraud and gotten engaged. So yeah, talk to me where that is Nick. Nick is Tom Fraud. We do know this. Like that's yeah. just his online, but it was a whole thing before people figured this out. Oh wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> Well, that I broke up with uh, with Nick because of Tom Brown. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Because but like, I'm, if you go to his Instagram, like initially, if you look at the pictures, like okay, they're the same, but maybe not. And you know, it's, it takes a minute, and then so it, like people had to dig and say, oh wait, this is the same person. But there was people that thought you broke up with Nick and somehow met another guy named Tom Fraud and automatically got engaged. All of oh, that. Oh wow! <laughs> Imagine that would be wild. <laughs> No, no, yeah, of course. And I, it's funny because when I started talking to him, he never told me that his name was Nick. So I was like, Tom, Tom. He was actually Tom on my in my phone. <laughs> and when I, I think we were, I was helping him with something, and he sends me an email, and then the email says at the end like Nick, and I was like, Excuse me, who's Nick? <laughs> and then you're like, I'm Nick. I'm like, What? <laughs> so I was like, Okay, Tom Nick. Uh, but yeah, it's just a fictitious name. It's just like, you know, it's a play of words. Like he, he used that word, uh, play like name to just like for his photography. And it was just like super, super fun. But yeah, I mean, you know, he was with me since season four. It's just like, you know, they didn't show it. Right. Well, and we also saw like we know in real life, you're now engaged. I saw the video. What's going on? I know they asked you this at the reunion. What's going on with like the wedding? Like your wedding is semi soon, right? Yes, it's going to be this fall. Uh, it's going to be the first wedding. We're going to have several celebrations because of course not, you know, one has to be in here and then others in, in Europe. So, but the first one is going to be here and gonna, it's going to be in the fall. 
And then what is the plan? You know, the season ended, we ended on a lot of cliffhangers. We saw, you know, you walking, maybe contemplating, like, is he moving to LA? Are you moving to the UK? What is going on? Well, I think I think people will have to wait and watch if there's any season six, if I stay or I, lo- I go or what, what's going to be my decision. It's still, it's still in the works. <laughs> you need to either live in L.A. or the U.K. So, I mean, yes. But what, yeah, U.K., watch out. <laughs> listen, you'll have to we'll have to have like a selling U.K. if you end up in the U.K., right? what about you know so like you weren't there for a lot of these scenes that you know so as you watch this season you know in in a way it's like a unique perspective because you were on the show but you weren't there for a lot of these scenes like as you watched the season like what did you think like as you watched all this drama unfold well I mean I I thought that you know it was unfortunate that you know still things were still in, you know, in, in a bad place and that unfortunately things didn't get better with Christine. As you saw in season four, you know, I'm the kind of friend that I will always try to help my friends. And um, I obviously felt and sensed a lot of pain in, in on her side with, you know, with um, with the situation with Mary and Heather, especially with them. So I tried to, you know, make them communicate, but there's a lot of history. And I, you know, I feel that also Christine, she didn't really, you know, do the, the, you know, the things that she will tell me that she will do. And then she continued doing things that will hurt the girl. So it was a little, you know, like unfortunate to watch that um, and see that I wasn't there to, you know, even, I mean, and I don't know if I would have continued like trying to do anything because I can, I can give you as a friend, my advice, but I'm, I think that she's strong enough to know what's wrong and what's right. And she's strong enough to defend herself and say, the thing that she wants to say, uh, I'm, you know, I'm always, always unconditional for my friends and I'll always be there for them. But I can also like not, I will not tell you like, oh, you're doing great when you, when I can see that you're not doing that something's right and vice versa. And I, that's what I want for my friends too, you know, and I don't want my friends to test my loyalty or my, or anything. Like I just, I just want my friends to know that I'm their friend and I'm there for them. And uh, I just want honestly, honesty and, and truth and, and love and support. Was what was there anything that Christine did that like totally shocked you? I mean, as you watch this season? Well, I mean, you know, um, maybe the fact that she said that, you know, uh, that shocked me. But yeah, maybe that she sh- shocked me that she said that I didn't call her or whatever after the after other the, the brokers because I did call her. Um, and but, you know, it just I take it all with a pinch of salt because it, it's, you know, it's just like nothing like oh wow it really (laughs) like she didn't do anything to me so hey ladies look i know you guys work so hard trying to keep that career together but hopefully you are taking some time to yourselves if you haven't already done so you need to discover dame Dame is the only one-stop shop you need to discover all your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys. They also have discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and the toys are a whole lot of fun. For example, you guys are going to love the Eva. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. It's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. Now I got to tell you about the palm for when you're alone. Listen, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with, you know, yourself, learn more about what you like, and guess what? 
that leads to better sex with your partner. And like I said, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Power up your pleasure with Palm or any of the other toys from Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE for 15% off your order. That's right. Dameproducts.com. Enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off. And oh, hey ladies, don't forget to have fun. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, do you, like, do you personally have, like, where are you with her today? Cause like, you really never had so many issues with her, right? Like you were new and then she was already kind of doing her own thing. And then you weren't there this season. Like, you yourself don't have that many issues with her, do you? Or do you that I don't know? Oh, no, no, I think she's amazing. And, and everyone is just doing their own thing. You know, I mean, I, I really I've seen her beautiful side, her funny side. And I think it's incredible. And I really hope and wish that she will bring more of that in her, in her life because she she can be like, you know, yeah, I, I have had incredible times with her. And uh, yeah. Do you speak to her at all in, these days? Uh, well, I mean, she's extremely busy with her, you know, now her own uh, thing with uh, with the real estate and, you know, like partnerships and her makeup brand and the shoe line and all these things and the baby. So uh, I haven't seen her and I haven't spoken to her maybe in four weeks, probably or five weeks. Uh, we were messaging each other uh, before a little bit more. And I think that it's just like we're both busy and we haven't had the time to really sit and, and talk. Um, I'm sure that the time will come because, you know, I always like to speak with her. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have anything against her. So if she wants to get together, uh, and if this is what it is, and you know, Christine, you know that I love you. And so call me anytime and hopefully we can, we can get together soon. I think you might be the only agent on the show other than Chelsea that would actually say that at this point. Well, I mean, <laughs> I again, like she hasn't done anything directly to me, but that doesn't mean that I agree with something that she has done. So that's why I think that I also like when the brokers open, I couldn't say anything. Like it would have been like, honestly, like, no, I can't, I can't. Like if I see with, I mean, with my own eyes that you're doing things that are not okay, then I'm not, I'm, I can't, I can't defend you. And it's not my place to defend, to defend you either. Right. Unless, you know, I see that you're, you know, if it's a different scenario then yeah but you know that's to anyone in my life not only to her like that's how I am with any of my friends what about Chelsea we have this new agent like how did how do you get on with Chelsea like how does Chelsea fit into the group I mean we saw her fit in relatively easy I mean she had some issues with Davina but short of that uh, well, I mean, I didn't really have the time to, I didn't have a lot of time to get to know her. Um, I mean, I, you know, there's some things that I didn't agree with, like, you know, of course, that the, the, the disagreement that she had with Davina, uh, or, you know, her, like, you know, defending Christine at the tea party, um, when she didn't know me or Davina. So I was like, I would have loved for you to ask me or get to know me before you can, you know, jump and, and say those things, uh. I really didn't have more time to to be with her. I've seen her here and there in some events and I really haven't had, but it's just like a quick, you know, quick, uh, I haven't, I haven't really had the time. I think, uh, I think just, she's just like a, a little kitten. She's lovely. <laughs> what about, you know, listen, like 
we know Christine is not on the O Group website anymore. We've watched the season. We watched the reunion. You know, Jason says like, you know, now for right now, there's no place for her. Who knows about the future? Like when you're in the office, like is the atmosphere different? Like now that Christine is not there? Well, I cannot comment on that, but yeah. <laughs> I would think that it's different. And I, I mean, she's not on the website. So I think we all know she's kind of not there, but fair enough. Yeah. What about, you know, there's, you know, there's this whole thing where, you know, she offered Emma's client $5,000 and, you know, like just in general, like from like a broker's point of view, like how bad is that in general? Like for people that are not in the business. And I mean, it seems pretty bad to me if some, for someone to do that. I mean, if someone does something like that, uh, I think obviously it's not, it's not a good thing. I just don't know what happened there. And so it's, it's a very difficult thing to say because I know that I wasn't there. So it's just uh, something that I would not like to answer because I can't comment on that either. You know, like it's just, it's just difficult. I think that's why everyone has so many questions because Christine never showed up. And like, I think people want it you know, some resolution like next season, but not that that's on you. That's more on Netflix and, you know, everything. What do you love best about real estate? Like, what do you love best about this profession? I love making people happy. Um, you know, like when I sold my first house and I gave the, the keys to my clients, they went with the kids to pick up the keys and their faces were like, ugh. You know, I cannot even, I don't have even words. Like I was so happy to see them happy to having this new house for them. And just, just that just makes me happy to make people happy. Do you get, you know, like it's such real estate porn to the viewers. Like we love this. Like, do you ever get, like, you must've seen it like all it's gorgeous. There's like, does anything shock you, you know, with these over the top properties and like what people do, like, does, you know, does it, all become just you're used to it by now or are you like so impressed every time no no I think I get impressed every time I really think that um, Los Angeles has one of the most incredible real estates it's just madness what what you can see here you know between views and and architecture and it's just wow like breathtaking um so yeah I don't think I will ever get used to it (laughs) it's really beautiful what about like, you know, and I had Davina here and I asked her the same thing, like when you get that edit of like, you know, that thing where Mary's now the boss and we're like, you know, Vanessa, you haven't made any sales, Davina, you guys, you better figure it out. Like, you know, when you get an edit like that and then you see it, like does stuff like that bother you? No, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously she now, she's now the manager and I think it's incredible. I like women, you know, uh, as, as bosses too. I actually think it's incredible. I definitely know that we, you know, sometimes real estate is not easy. And I want people to know that, like, it's not that easy. Not everyone has it so easy. Sometimes it it seems like it's easier on the show. It's not that easy. So I think actually, in fact, I think it's it's amazing that they show that I'm not making the sale or whatever, because that that can happen too. And I think that it's just... um, it's just one one situation. It doesn't mean that your whole career is going to be like that, you know. And that's how you prove to yourself that you can do things and you can make it work and everything. So right now, I mean, again, the, the market is super tight, and sometimes I go with buyers to see ten houses, and they only, I don't only like, I don't know, twenty houses, and we go see ten, but they don't like it. Like it's not my, it's not my problem. It's not nothing I can do. Uh, there's sometimes looking for something very specific. I have a client that she's looking for a very specific house. She already lives in a beautiful house. So to get her to another level of house, 
it's not it's not out there, not even off market. So, you know, sometimes it's not up to you. Sometimes it's up to destiny, I think. <laughs> but of course I continue hustling. And I also believe that, for example, the, the, the thing that you just said about Davina, like she had a $75 million listing. That's incredible. You know, and I know that she it was over over you know overpriced or whatever because the client wanted at that price and she was suggesting a less price. But sometimes you have to go for it. You never know. It might appear that incredible client that will be like, you know what? I'm in love with the house. I don't care if it's worth 50, I'm gonna pay the 75. Because it happens. So you never know. And it's just to, to have it is a very uh incredible thing, I mean, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, it just think it's uh it's just a, a it takes time. And I remember this one of my first days of real estate. I spoke with a very successful realtor and I was like, how, I, how can I get to your level fast? Because I'm, I'm used to be successful. I'm used to know my craft like from A to B and C. And of course, I, I'm not going to say that in acting, there's nothing else I can learn. Of course, there's more things that I can learn. But also in, in real estate, I want to I become, you know, like mega successful fast. How can I do that? And he was like, you cannot you know, you cannot run, you have to walk and you have to, it's just like a baby, it takes time. And it actually happened really fast for me to have my first house, my first listing and my first sale. And I think I'm very blessed and I I love my work. I really love helping others. I really love uh, my, my new career. Uh, uh, so yeah, just whoever is starting their real estate career is not easy, but it's not impossible. And just keep believing in your dreams because all of them can happen. Yeah, I don't think there's anything easy about being a real estate broker. I mean, I live in New York. That's not an easy city, LA. It's not easy. So I don't think there's anything easy. And I do agree, like, especially like when you come to like a $75 million house, at a certain level, there's just a person that they, they don't, I've, I've done work when I bought apartments. Like, I, I never will do work again. So if something's overpriced a little bit, I mean, not $75 million, but there is somebody that's going to come in and say like, I don't need to do anything and I'm just going to overpay because I want no part of like renovating anything. And so I, I agree. You just never know. Uh, yeah, you never know. <laughs> what about at the reunion? I mean, like, listen, I mean, all season we saw this Chriselle and Jason and like at the reunion, like, I mean, Jason seems really torn up about this. Yeah, it was honestly, it was uh, very shocking to to see that because I'm, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, what he said is, is pretty obvious. Like he saw this, obviously he relieved his relationship probably through the show. And of course, see her, you know, crying there and hurt and all that is something that he, he didn't see maybe, you know, I don't know how was her breakup in, in person. I don't know if she cried or not, but whatever. It's still like very difficult to see someone that you loved or love you know, crying and hurt. Um, so it was just, you know, it's just really hard to sometimes to recover for these kind of things, but I hope he finds happiness. I, I see that she's super happy and, you know, I'm, I'm happy for her and I'm, I hope he finds uh, happiness too. And, you know, I hope he's okay with this. It has to be hard to work to like in the same office. I, I would think just in general, anyone that breaks up, right? Well, I mean, I think that probably, you know, when you, when you, uh, when you break up at the beginning, probably it's difficult. Like they said, uh, it was not that easy, but now they're, they're really great friends. So I think, you know, um, that's the key for everything right now for them to, to work together. They're really good friends and that's how they started. And that you know, um, so they're just happy for each other. And Chriselle does seem happy. Do you like, have you ever met G flip? 
No, no, I haven't. I mean, I, I'm just super happy that she's happy and that she's, you know, like she's, uh, that's all, that's all that matters in life to be happy, do whatever makes you happy. I agree. Well, you know what? I'm just secretly hoping that G flip appears on the next season of selling sunset. Cause the show is going to be back. Like I hate to break it. Mary was here. She's like, if we get picked up, I'm like, the show's picked up guys. It's coming back. I, I'm going to tell you this. So I hope we see some G flip on the next season of selling sunset. <laughs> what do you want people, you know, you say, like, I know that you kind of got into real estate, like, right. You said like, you know, through like a personal tragedy, which you did share on the show, did any part of you, you know, not want to share that, you know, it's reality TV, but not everyone is so open to share everything that's going on in their lives. No, no, there was not an ounce of me that would like to uh, not um, share that because it's, it, she's the reason why I'm doing this. She's the reason why I have this incredible gift in my life, you know, which is selling sunset. And uh, yeah, she's my engine. The love of my sister is my engine every day to keep going in, in many ways. And now, you know, there's obviously the, the incredible platform for me to be in on a reality TV and, and inspire women and yeah, show people that anything in life is possible. You can swap careers if you want and you can still, you know, that you can find true love if you don't settle for BS uh, and, you know, uh, that everything with love is possible. And I actually... Uh, I started some lives on Instagram uh, to help others and it's called finding happy. And they're like, you know, I show people, for example, like butterflies to me and for my audience now, they mean and represent love and support and hope and faith and strength and sisterhood and friendship. And that's why I'm always, I don't know if you saw in the show that I were, you know, a butterfly most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I really love butterflies because they, they can represent, um, you know, how you can be so dark in, in your cocoon and then flourish into something so beautiful and, and just spread your wings and fly and spread that love, that wave of love, you know? So, you know, now now thanks to that, I'm also, I, I came up with the idea of doing like a jewelry uh, line for my audience so they can have their butterflies and remember how strong and beautiful they can be. So I have <laughs> one here, I have here my stock there, sunglasses. I'm going to do like a full line of butterflies to continue spreading love to everyone because I feel very lucky that I have this opportunity to, to help others. And if a butterfly, like I received a message just telling uh, on one of my lives that I that I doing this with the butterflies, one girl missed uh, uh, lost her grandfather, and she was like, "My the butterflies remind me of my grandfather all the time." So I would love to have one of your rings or necklaces or whatever to remember my grandfather all the time. So it just gives me goosebumps to think about that how how this is incredible because of I open you know my stories of everything and I can help others through my through my yeah through my life. And that's what you hear from a lot of people like that, that will tell you, you know, like you sharing your story has like really helped me. And look, it's hard when we go through loss, right? Yeah. I don't think that you ever uh, really um, heal from that. Like a lot of people ask me how, you, uh, I don't think you heal. I think there's some moments where you feel like you can speak about that person. Like, I don't know if you kind of like imagine they're traveling. I don't know. I don't know. The brain does something strange. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, just really like, hits you like if it happened they before it just it's just super crazy and sometimes I mean I have had really strong experiences that I know that she's with me I know for a fact like 
it's just magical and incredible. But sometimes it's really hard because I wish I could share all of these things with her and I wish I could hug her again. And, you know, just to say how grateful and thankful I am that she that she even suggested for me to do this. Well, like you said, like she's, I mean, she sees it, right? Yeah. <laughs> what would she say about it? No, it doesn't go. It just, it just, uh, it just like, um, it's different. It's different every day. Right. Like certain days are easier or there's moments, but it is always, cause I mean, I get it. Like I've had loss and it's always there. Yeah. It's weird. Like you're still living and then you just don't think about it and then you do. Right. Yes. <laughs> what would she say about just the show part of it? Like, I mean, forget real estate. You're like now a reality TV star on the side. Like, what would she think of that? I mean, that's a byproduct of this. What would you, what would she think? Oh, well, I mean, it's incredible because uh, she told me when, when she suggested to me to do real estate before she, she passed away two years before. Uh, she was like, maybe we can do one day a reality TV of the sisters of California selling real estate. So <laughs> I'm sure she's, she's just having a party in heaven, like super happy and, and proud of me. And I'm sure that this opportunity and everything came because of her. I know that she's like my angel and she's guiding me and she's, uh, she's continuing to bring more good things to my life. People, you know, friends that have become very supportive and not that nobody ever will, you know, um, replace my sister, but I have really strong friends now that are like, they, they, they treat me like if I'm family to them and vice versa. So it's really beautiful. And she also knew how, how much I wanted a, a man in my life that will let me love the way I love. And she brought me Nick. So, you know, it's just like blessing after blessing. So I know she's, she's taking care of me. Well, if you don't come back and if you do fly off to the UK with Nick, never to be seen again on the Selling Sunset TVs, which I hope doesn't happen, but that means you're happy. What do you want people to take away like from you? And like, what do you want people to have gotten from you from the past two seasons? I want them to take, uh, you know, that again, they, they can, they can do anything they want. If you have a dream in your heart it's because it's achievable, it's because it's possible and you should never give up and you should never accept um, anything less than what you know that you deserve to believe in yourself. That's the most important thing in life to become whatever, whatever you want to become. You have to believe in yourself. You should not let, um, you know, losses or anything to, to defeat you. And if anything, to take that love for that person as a, as a, as an, as a fuel and, and, and make something incredible in their honor. Like if it's a loss, um, and if it's just because they don't know what to do, just to find a purpose, something that makes them happy. I think that doing what makes you happy is a key to success. I think so too. What about your reunion dress? Everyone had such different looks at the reunion. How did you choose your dress? <laughs> well, I have an incredible stylist that helps me all the time. And he sent me that dress and photo. Uh, I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, like more and it's also you know we also did a pre-emmys uh i don't know uh well yeah we did a pre-emmys uh event so i was like yeah okay i want to look like a princess <laughs> i was like okay, yeah i actually fall in love with the dress so the minute that i saw it i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna use it Why like not? up close there were certain shots of it on the ring up close i was like wow like there's the, the beading on the bottom i was like okay this is 
I mean, insane. I saw it on your It was yeah. like real, yeah, 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 insane. It was real crystals, like, wow. <laughs> Mind-blowing, was... so beautiful. What about, you know, like, I know there was a big thing, like, Christine wasn't at the reunion, she had COVID, then it came out, she was filming three days later. I mean, Mary's already shared with me her thoughts on that. Like, do you think Christine really had COVID? Like, why wasn't she at the reunion? I have no idea why she wasn't there. I mean, yeah, definitely we saw three days later that she was uh, filming. So it's just really unfortunate that she didn't go, you know? I don't have the facts of what happened. You know, I'm not, I, I didn't test her. I don't know, I'm not the doctor. So, you know, I don't think that, I don't know how long, I know that things have changed with times now. Like if you get COVID, I don't know. And then, then five days later, you can go out, which is, uh, you know, I don't understand why it changed from two weeks to five days, but now, that's how it is. So I don't know if she was in that time. Uh, it's just, it, it would have been, I think it would have been great for her to to be there. And it's really unfortunate, even if it was just through Zoom, so we can speak with her and then, you know, hopefully clear the air, everyone, and move on and then really, you know, start fresh if there's going to be anything in the future for, for them to have a, a relationship. Yes, yes, and yes, it would be nice. Do you think, I mean, we're not giving anything away and you really don't know because you're not Netflix, but do you think that she should, forget about the O group, like, do you think she should be let go from the show? Because it's a show about everybody getting along so well and everybody does get along and everybody covers everyone's open houses and helps out. And I'm not coming for her. I'm just curious as to your thoughts of like, should she be off the show or is she good for the show because she brings the drama? I love Christine. And I think that, you know, she's incredible and she should be, if there's anything, she should be in it. Like, I, I, yeah, I love, I love Christine. She's incredible. Well, I can tell you the audience would agree with you too because people have been up in arms of like, she cannot leave this show because she's great about it. Anything else you want to share with us like that I didn't bring up? I too love butterflies, by the way. I think like I get oh, the metaphor. Really? I love, I have butterfly Ooh. art in my bathroom. There's a butterfly. Oh, wow. They're I super like awesome, those. no? Yes. So I'm going to bring these sunglasses and they're going to be different colors. The necklaces, the ring. Ooh. And I, other, yeah, I like yeah, the yeah. ring. Yeah, it's super cool, right? Yeah. And the good thing is that it's adjustable. So if it's any finger, so just oh, send cool. me, just send me your address. <laughs> I'll send you one. I will. I'll like DM you because I, I really have a thing for butterflies. I have two, oh, amazing. two pieces of like butterfly art in my bathroom side by side, just like the oh, metaphor. Wow. And yeah, I wow. just think they're pretty. Yeah. And I have another one here. And oh, I wow. think they gave me this beautiful card here with butterflies. Oh. So lovely, right? The ring and the fact that the ring is adjustable. That's, this is, uh, and I, I have like another this. one that I, that I, that is going to be later on, but these ones are already ready. And then I have a necklace with the same butterfly. Uh, I love with it. So super lovely. Um, and then what else? Well, my bikini lines, my bikini collection uh, that I did with Lascivious. I would love to, to, for people to know that I made them for women that, you know, that, and, powerful and strong and sexy and you know summer is coming and I love that you can wear them is this um these bikinis are worn to be seen even under like a t-shirt or a, or a tank top or like you have you don't have to use it only as a bikini which is incredible 
Um, I'm really proud of, of doing this and I'm really proud to working to work with this, you know, with this with lascivious. I think they're incredible. They make women look sexy and they're the quality is incredible um, and everything they do. So I would love for people to go and get their bikinis and use them during summer and after summer and just feel sexy and powerful with your bikinis because I did them with so much love and it, we put so much work into it. So it would be awesome if people can, you know, cap their bikinis and look. I honestly, I'm surprised that I'm not wearing it today because I wore it all. <laughs> I saw pictures oh. on, on your Instagram. I'm going to share them when this comes out because I, I saw oh, the pictures. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I can send you anything you need to. At least you're in LA. It's still, I'm in New York and it's it's not, it's, you would think it's warm here in May. It's actually cold here. At least today it is. I don't know. Yesterday. I was telling my friends, I think that the, 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 the seasons have changed because it's still chilly in LA. Uh, yes. It should be it should be warmer, but by May too. I just feel that the, it's 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 kind of like instead of uh, some like I don't know spring starting in. Um, I think it's starting spring right now for me. Yeah, That's a little it's bit. Like, it's like is, just starting. Winter is just living. And his spring starting just like, I think we're like two months behind or something. It's like, I have my heat on and it's May. So I'm not sure what That's that crazy. says about the world, but like it's on. So, Whoa. and I went out before for a run and I'm like, it's literally freezing outside. Like what is going on? So, oh my God. But I'll, I'll, yes, butterflies I'm all about. So I'll like send you my address and yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. needs to check everything out. I will share that with everything, everyone. And then, you know, good luck with all the real estate. I hope to see you back on Selling Sunset next season. But if not, I'll know that you're madly in love, married somewhere overseas. And you're oh, thinking of all you, of baby. us. Thank so, you so much. Where can everyone find you online too, before we go? So they can check oh, all yeah. out. They they can find me on Instagram as Vanny Villela with double N, V-A-N-N-E, V-I-L-L-E-L-A. And on Twitter, Vanny Villela, just one N. Um, <laughs> not that complicated though, but it sounds a little bit. And then how you pronounce my name is Villela, like a, the double L is like J or uh, Y, either or, whatever feels better for people that they, they always ask me, how do you pronounce your name? Your last name, I'm Villela. <laughs> I will yeah. share it with everyone, but I really appreciate your time. Like, I'm glad we got to speak and, you know, Thank you for taking an hour of- Amazing, David. Uh, yeah, send me a DM and I'll send you one. I will. I'll send it to you in about 20 minutes. Okay, awesome. So, thank, <laughs> thank you, you so, so much. much. Anytime. Take care. Night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear- Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. 
or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.